0: Written in chalk, the echo of Arthur Stace explores the legend of the man who became Mr. Eternity and how that word ended up emblazoned across the Sydney Harbour Bridge at the turn of the millennium. This award-winning documentary is now available to watch in the free Vision app. Just tap the Watch tab and scroll to the Written in Chalk channel. If you don't have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, download it when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store or click the link at vision.org.au slash app. Vision Watch. Another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. Rise and Rise and shine on Australia's Vision Christian Radio.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it is uh, your podcast for Tuesday, the 6th of February, or as I like to call it, episode number seven.
2: Now, look, DJ, you've um, <laughs> set people here. There may be new listeners Yes, to the welcome, pod, welcome. Because you forced them to if they wanted to hear the end of a story. <laughs> My concern with that is that yes. it, we. this is the beginning of the show, which is where we do the, the talky talky bit. Oh, How great. are you going to give the end of the story before you've actually told the story? Well, that had is, you thought that through?
1: No, I had not thought that through, and that's why... That's why you here, Phil? To uh, to do this. so. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say we make it very, very complicated for everybody. I'm going to tell you a crazy story on the show today. I'm yes. not going to tell it again now because no. I already recap it twice on the show. Right? You do, yes. So I don't want to get into it yet again. But I hear I'm going to tell you the ending. The, pro- the 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 ep- you know the epilogue before you get into it okay that's so the, so it's almost like at the beginning of a movie mm. where you see the end of the movie first and you're like what is going on there and you'll you'll find out why can you do not-
2: that without ruining the story okay. okay oh okay. Okay. well very good challenge accepted Ooh. <laughs> okay sir
1: so i was at the beach and a weird thing happened you'll hear about it on the show mm-hmm. i then walked to my wife and my youngest who were in the water and went for a swim and then told them the story as we were walking back to the car. Okay. Now, if you can imagine, I've walked a different direction to where I was coming from. I was coming from the opposite direction because the beach is over on one side, mm-hmm. and the rock wall that where this incident happened was over the other. Yes. I'm walking back. Now, my wife is... My wife has a tendency, my beloved Benita has a tendency, if I tell her any story about anybody, mm. a r- random stranger in the car, someone who mugs me, anybody, sure. she'll immediately take the other person's side. She,
2: her heart is going to go to the other
1: person. What and about, I love I Believe the best. What about a he heart going to her husband? What about a heart going to her
2: husband? <laughs> I love her heart. Go, Benita. <laughs> what about
1: what about me? What so, about me? That's how so she's discussion. thinking
2: about this man, and
1: she's worried about this guy. And, yes, and like less. he didn't, you know, and I. And she was actually proud of me. She said, "You know what? I think he did the right thing because he didn't, you know, you didn't swear at him. Sure. You didn't, you didn't scream at him. You didn't hit him. You didn't. There wasn't wasn't didn't go crazy. Mm. No police are involved. Nothing like Everyone that."
2: Everyone who hasn't heard the story now is thinking, yes, "What on earth?" Exactly. you
1: have got to find out about it. So as we're walking back. Through the car park, our car is near the beginning of the walkway of this seawall. I go, that's him, that's him standing in the car park. She's like, no, I said standing over there, leaning against that post, looking down towards where I was. This is like forty minutes later. Oh, do you think waiting for you? Waiting for me, no doubt, waiting for me, just standing there looking in the front of a sh- in front of a milk bar is standing there and I said that's him 100% that's him she goes you are not to say anything (laughs) and I look at my young son even Judy goes dad don't don't make a scene yeah right smart smart your family I know I said come on you know let me and they're like no you're not allowed to say Mm. not allowed to say anything not allowed to say anything I said okay not going to say anything I walked so close to the man that my shirt touched his shirt as he's facing away, so I'm walking oh, up so behind he him. See you. He didn't see me, and as I'm walking next to him, I think my nose maybe grazed his ear. Because all How I did, close were you? I walked very close to the man with a massive smile on my face, an idiotic grin, I would say. And my wife and son are walking past with their head in their hands. Yeah. I'm just smiling at him, giving him the most ridiculous, over the top smile all the way to my car, and he is just staring at me. No words were said. Wow. I didn't say one word. He didn't say a word. He's just, just looking right there. Now, if, if at any point he thought, I don't know what he was thinking, he was going to say something or get the drop on me or do anything like that, I hope he realized right there, I just walked up behind him and grazed his shirt. Mm. I could have walked up behind him with a baseball club. Like I, could have, you know, I could have done anything behind him right there. I wasn't about that. I just smiled at him, and as we drove out of the car park, I waved to him didn't say a word and my wife is like you didn't have to do that but you know i said i didn't say a word she goes no you didn't say a word well done technically like, technically to the letter of the law <laughs> to the letter pharisee of the law Fer- you Fer- kept pharisee Fer- 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 dj over here that measuring, measuring right. out the great well, measuring out the grains here i'm uh, not sure
2: if i'm giving you like gold no, stars for that like no, if we're going to be honest look, but you that's you know. why
1: i'm saving that for the podcast yeah, well, that's why i'm saying it for the podcast right. enjoy the crazy story it's coming up a little bit later on. It'll all make sense. And then you might even go, listen to the weird stories, listen to the device, and see what happened at the end at the beginning of the well, podcast. Well, and
2: then if you want to weigh in, why not? Yes. You can do that by sending us an email at you or give us a call another
0: time and I'm, let DJ know.
1: I'm I'm all – I need as much help as I can get, as you can tell.
0: <laughs> Rise and Shine with Fel and DJ, Fel and DJ on Vision.
2: <laughs> Tony from the newsroom, and you're joining us in the studio. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Good to have you back here, Mr. Davenport. A lot of people reached out to us after you popped in last week and said, love Tony on the show. This is great. We love hearing behind the scenes what's going on with the Vision News because a lot of people love reading up about, you know, a Christian perspective on the news. And, you know, that's what you're bringing us now. Now, there's a lot of crazy stories. It seems like whoever's controlling 2024 has just dialed that crazy dial up a little bit further than normal, and you've got a news story right off right off the bat here that I just think's from a science fiction film.
3: Yes, well, as um, has been not widely reported, but Elon Musk he has a company called Neuralink. Yes, and Neuralink, it what it aims to do is place place a computer chip in people's brains. Yeah, <laughs> and last week his company did its first one. It puts these chips in the brains, and the aim is to uh, help people who are paralyzed, help people with motor neurone disease or Ah. uh, dementia or… Memory loss. uh, Yeah, those sort of things, and helps them communicate again. Somehow, it is using uh, artificial intelligence technology and what they call BCI, Brain Computer Interface Technology… To tap into people's brains and help them send messages to devices, yeah. like it, it could be your phone, really? it could be mm. your computer, and they can say that, or well, they can communicate with the world, yeah. and. What we found out after I researched this, there are many other companies other than Elon Musk's doing it. And one of them is run by an Australian guy called Dr. Tom Oxley. He runs a company called Synchron. And three years ago, he had one of his patients who has motor neurone disease send a message to his Twitter account. And it said, hello world. Wow. It probably should have said, hello world. Brave new world.
1: <laughs> Look, this is we are we are entering into a a world of uh, you know this is just the beginning, and because the, the teams that are doing it all over the world, different countries are doing it. They've been doing it on chimps and animals for years. And having some crazy stuff. There was a video that went out a little while ago where they have trained chimpanzees to play chess with these brain chips inserted into the into their brains. It's next level, and they've just all the all the powers of be. Different governments around the world over the last few months have said, "Okay, you now can start human testing," and we're we're about to see because these brain chips are not just like uh, like we we. It's not like a, a pacemaker that goes in and you're good. These are Updatable, the software's updatable. It's linkable to the internet. You can have that all going straight into your brain, and immediately you just go, "Where are where are we heading? Where well, are we you heading?"
2: Immediately think of the Book of Revelation, don't <laughs> yeah, you? E- <laughs> exactly. And you think about you know you wondered when you read the Book of Revelation, you talk about you know the, the, the signs involved yeah. with end times, and one of those being possibly and, and we've what does it, what could it be? A chip or something like that? that but it's going to be.
1: It's interesting. But, but Tony, like you say, it's all marketed, and it, it, who knows? We imagine if you're in a family and you have your child's well, in I an accident, and they say we can put a chip in the and child's brain, and they can talk again, and they can talk again, or they can walk again, or they can do this amazing. again. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. It,
3: it is amazing, and what we can't understand is is how it actually works because there's not a lot of transparency or regulation of this technology. These chips are about the size of a small coin and they're implanted in the brain. Now, what they do, they decipher the signals from the neurons or the new nerve cells in the brains, but they've got to get the right ones Mm. because, believe it or not, there are 86 billion neurons (laughs) in the human brain. Aren't we amazingly made? Yeah. uh, Yeah, we're amazingly made. The <laughs> But one of the the uh, more cautionary comments about this technology has come from an Australian Christian guy who's now a very respected technology and futurist uh, commentator called Mal Fletcher. Yes. He founded Youth Alive in Australia okay. many years ago, but he's now based in London, and he's used everywhere as a commentator on this. Yeah. And he's he's warning that we've got to be really careful with the te- technology because it's blurring the... Um, the lines between being a human and being a machine. Mm. He says there's a risk of us uh, people with the chips in their brains being hackable and trackable.
2: It sounds like a movie. It does. Like you said at the uh, beginning, doesn't it, DJ? Straight out
1: of science fiction movie. Well, listen, we're looking forward to those stories coming out on vision.org.au. Tony, stick around. We're going to have more with you.
2: In the studio, we've got Tony Davenport bringing us behind the scenes from the newsroom.
1: Yeah, the latest story is up on vision.org.au. And you've got one. I, I've, I've spent a lot of time in the beautiful seaside uh, town, city, whatever you want to call it, regional center of Geelong and Torquay. And one of the big mainstay parts of Torquay and a lot of a massive employer down there is Rip Curl. And they're in the news at the moment, Tony. They
3: are the news. They are in the news, and they probably don't want to be. Um, but since the, they were in Geelong, they have been taken over by Katmandu.
1: Yes, and
3: now they're a global brand. They're everywhere. They're very big. They've got about fifteen hundred employees around the world. Uh, but. Th- Just recently, they made a bit of a marketing faux pas because they wanted to be inclusive and they featured a transgender surfer to promote their uh, women's surfing in Western Australia. It was a big social media campaign they wanted to launch, but... The reaction was very negative. Almost immediately, all their followers on their social media sites and uh, and their customers, they started uh, posting negative comments, things, and with hashtags like "Go woke," "Go broke," wow. uh, "Save women's sports," "Stop replacing women," mm. "Boycott Rip Curl." Uh, the comments said things like "taking my money away." Why do you hate women? R.I.P. for Rip Curl. Wow. And the company immediately re- realised there was a problem here. They took down that promotion and right. uh, and haven't shown it anymore.
1: Well, they've they've worked with some pretty interesting surfers and big names in the past, including some you know, uh, you know, if we, I hate to say, on the opposite end of the spectrum, but some you know, even people of faith and things like that in the past.
3: Well, well. For twenty years, Bethany Hamilton ah, yes. was yes. a brand right. ambassador for Rip Curl, mm. and she was the uh, as as a thirteen year old girl, mm. she had her left arm ripped off by a shark, but she recovered and still was able to compete on the pro surfing tour, yeah, and star. and and has become a you know a wonderful uh, uh, brand image for them. Mm. Uh, she's now a mum of four kids, um, but what. Has happened she had recently had I think in 2022 they renewed a contract but last year that they seem to have cut ties with rip because the uh, international surfing um, leagues they um, allowed transgender athletes to or surfers to compete uh, Subject to testosterone levels, mm. and Bethany was uh, very, very anti that, and she even said something like um, uh, m- able-bodied males shouldn't be competing yes. against females in mm. any sport, period. Now, Rip Curl has apologised. It said in... It, this is what it said. Our recent post has landed us in the divisive space around transgender participation in competitive sport. We want to promote surfing for everyone in a respectful way. But we recognize we upset a lot of people with mm. our post. Mm. And for that, we are very sorry. To clarify, the surfer was has not replaced anyone on the Rip Curl team and is not a sponsored athlete. Wow. Okay, so they've sort of walked it back there. They have, and that's probably, from a business point of view, a good move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, people people respect um, corporates and politicians that say sorry. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is it's upset the LGBT lobby, and they have slammed Rip Curl yeah. for being divisive. Yeah. So that's uh, a bit, bit no win for them.
1: Exactly. But again, you know, growing up in surfing towns all my life, you'd be surprised how traditional, how family-based, how nature-based, how, you know, like, you know, really is a space where, you know, uh, people... You know, they're there for a reason, and it's not not a place to sort of, you know, grandstand or put out some sort of political message or ideology. So I, I, I appreciate uh, you bringing us the facts around that. Now, both of the stories that we just talked about, the Neuralink one and uh, the story there about Ripgirl, are over on vision.org.au right now. Uh, new stories that have been written by you. Tony, we appreciate you coming on in, shedding some light, and giving us a bit of background behind the stories.
3: Pleasure.
0: Across Australia. This is Rise and Shine with Fell and DJ on Vision.
2: You're with Fell and DJ on Vision and DJ's got a story for us.
1: Yeah, uh, listen, this is uh this is a weird one. Uh, and weird things happen to me all the time. I feel like
2: we needed a music actually. I could sing in the background.
1: Well, um doodoo I, doodoo I, I doodoo doodoo well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need something like that. Uh, how about how about me just uh, mining my own business music? You know, walking walking oh, along the beach. Oh, here we go. <laughs> me me just uh, you know okay. uh, walking along um, the. Uh, we have a particular you know seaside rock wall, like a bit of a jetty type of thing.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, and uh, you know, near where we live, and I'm out there over the summer, over the summer break, going for a walk, nice. enjoying my enjoying my time. And what I like to do is. Uh, um, I, I've I recently got fixed one of my son's broken phones, iPhones. Yes. So I've got that fixed, and now I have a. So I'm carrying around a second phone, and I've been using this. If you follow me on social media, you see that I like to film a lot of, uh, you know, time lapses. Okay. So I have a little tripod. And I put the other phone on there, I secure it to places and film time lapses of the sky, of the beach, of everything. things. very nice. Yeah, you know, trying to get a little bit uh, artsy there and uh, enjoying my time. So I'm at the end of this uh, seawall, out in the ocean there, uh, up there. There's a bit of a lighthouse sea type of thing on there. And I've secured my little tripod, I've put my bag next to it, I've got a bit of a carry bag there, hanging off a railing, secured it to the railing, and I'm sitting, you know, just a handful of metres away on a step. Uh, on my other phone, just letting it get some, uh, you know. Uh, some image. Some imaging.
2: Okay, nice.
1: Uh, then I notice a guy, people are coming and going, and I notice a guy coming out, and he sits near a rock, near my stuff, and is just looking at it maybe for about 10 or 15 minutes. Sure. And then he, he hops up. No one else is there. Everybody has walked away except for me sitting there. He hops up. Now, this gentleman, I'm going to say he's in his 60s. Okay. Uh, doesn't look like he goes to the gym or anything like that. Average guy. Average guy Sure He gets up And goes into my bag Into your bag Into your bag Just Ah. walks up Looks into my bag And I go Hey buddy That's okay That's my bag And he goes Oh okay And he goes This is your phone I said yeah that's my phone he goes Hmm Prove it Oh Prove it (laughs) And I was like Really And I was like "Uh, Hang on what Uh, Yeah that's my phone Just walk away Thanks mate and uh, he uh, he goes, unlock it for me. Prove that's your phone. Huh. Well, you could do that. And uh, I said, no, no, thanks, mate. You're just on your bike. See you on later. Your, Go, bye-bye. Bike. Sure. And he goes, I how do I know this phone? He then grabs my phone oh. out of the tripod oh. and says, I, I I don't believe you. Look, um, blood began to boil. Uh <laughs> Yeah. I, I stood up when I stood up I could tell by the look in his face he went I've made a mistake I've made a mistake <laughs> oh he's here. bigger than I thought He's this this guy's a little bit bigger than, than I thought and I said listen mate just put the phone down and uh, listen some s- discussion happened and this is where I need to know if I've done the wrong thing I've done the right thing please be honest with me <laughs> I walked over there and I was being patient I was talking quietly and I said now listen I don't know what you're trying to do but just give me back my phone and he was very obstinate he said no and I noticed that he had his key ring hanging out of his pocket, like the fob of the key ring hanging out of the pocket. Okay. So as I'm walking up to him quietly, being very meek and mild, I just reached over and grabbed the keys out of his pocket. Oh, so and now it's
2: like a hostage negotiation.
1: Then as he looked down to that, he had glasses on. I pulled the glasses off his ah. head. And he goes, what are you doing? And I said, prove to me that this is your keys or your glasses. Oh, same logic. Fighting fire with fire there. Right. Um, uh, right. Now- Everything worked out okay. No fists were thrown. I was sizing him up. I almost threw him off the off the seawall there. Wow. But I want to know: Did I do the right thing? Should I have been? You know, oh, let me unlock my phone for you and prove to you. I got very heated, and like you know, no, no bad words were said by me or anything like that. But uh, I, I, you know, everything worked out in the end. But he, uh, you know, th- th- there was a discussion I had. I'll put it that way. I, my question to you is. Did I do the right thing? Right. Uh, wow. Has anybody else Australia Has too. anybody else had a total stranger walk up, pick up your things and say, prove to me that they're yours?
2: No, it doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen often. That's
1: it's sure. never happened to me before.
2: No.
1: I'm like, what is this insanity going on? I felt like I was in like a, I'm looking around for a film crew. Going, oh, someone- you thought you
2: were one of those those shows, <laughs> yes. those live action shows. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is someone trying to get me? Is someone going <laughs> to jump out and go, ha, ha, we got you? It was insane. And while I was talking to this guy, while the, the, the hostage negotiation was going on, these ladies were coming for a walk up there and they're looking at us going, what is going on? Well, I'm sure. What unusual. is going on? So let me know, let me know, 1-800-316-316, has that ever happened to you? Did I do the right thing? Have, did I? Was I being a bit, you know, provocative there? Uh, let me know what you're thinking.
2: We're exploring the mind of DJ this morning. <laughs>
1: well, well, sort of like a moral dilemma. I, I just told a story of how, minding my own business, I had a random stranger come up to my phone that was on a tripod and my bag and said, Radio, prove to me that these are yours or else I'm taking them. Mm. Now, if it was I, – I, look, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I managed not – no one got hurt. Well, I think that's a good, that's we, a good point. I, I did end up taking his keys and his glasses off him, out of his pocket and off his head yes. with a bit of a self move, yes. a bit of a ninja move, and then I turned around to him and said, well, prove to me that these are yours. Well, and
2: that seems – Quite why? Like I, I wanted like to like do clever, like, you right, know, I a bit of
1: logic there, and we ended up calming it down. Everything was rep- you know given back there, but. Uh
2: it's interesting, I, isn't it, because you immediately go to Scripture and you, your brain's going through all of the verses like a soft yeah. answer turns away wrath yeah. from Proverbs. I'm and thinking
1: about Samson picking up a jawbone and, and knocking <laughs> some so Philistines you're
2: out. I'm thinking about Jesus <laughs> saying, you know, if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn around. Don't resist them. Uh, it's interesting, oh, isn't boy. it? There's all sorts of Scriptures Pick that Pick up a into sword, your
1: sharpen your sword. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. TJ's
2: mind goes to quite different, <laughs> different Scriptures than the ones that are going to mine.
1: Well, this is why we need some help. So I ask you to give us a call, 1-800-316- 316. We've got
2: Joel from Bar's Scrub giving us a call. Joel, okay, you've heard DJ's story. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it takes a lot of
4: patience when you're Christian. You have to do the right thing. <laughs> I my My philosophy for being a Christian is I believe Christians are supposed to be like Mike Tyson. You have to be either like the most mentally and spiritually the most prepared and dangerous people, but no matter no matter the route, you know, you never give into that. That's the whole point. That's what I believe.
1: I uh, and, and and that's what I was trying to do. But did did I give into it a little bit by taking his glasses and his and his geese?
4: I reckon you should have just opened up your phone and then I reckon if he had of pinched it again, I reckon you should have had you know, maybe you know, beat him up and then said <laughs> hey, I didn't want to do that. You know Joel, yeah, like, listen
1: yeah. the, the the idea that the different scenarios were running through my mind very quickly and uh that was one of them that was one of them
4: you know it's um it, but like you, you do it in like a nice way and then you know once you beat him up you know you grab his forehead oh. you kiss him on the head and say man I'm really sorry I did that to you you know and then Let you me take pray. him out for lunch
1: yeah and then i pray you know? for him wow. and then I yeah, don't know, kids at home,
2: them, if know. this is if this is the advice that we want. Yeah. <laughs> Parents all over Australia are going, no, don't listen.
1: Oh, Joel, I love it, I love it, I love it. Hey, hey thanks for your advice, and uh, thanks for your uh, weighing in on the on the uh, on the scenario there, mate. Appreciate it. No problem. Good luck with your phone, and um, any more issues with that. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: it sounds like you should get Joel along. If yeah, 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 Joel. You will, I'll, I'll
4: take you as my bodyguard <laughs> next time. With yeah,
1: no problem at all, mate. Bless you, man. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye. We've got Shane from WA weighing in as well. Shane, what do you think? Did DJ do the right or the wrong thing?
5: Well, I'll be honest with you. I think he used quite a bit of tact in that situation. Uh, I haven't heard you, the brother. rest of the story with the ladies, yeah. but uh, uh, it was obvious that guy was off his nuts, so <laughs> on the drugs and that. So, no, let me, uh, and he gets somebody showing his size, and he's not
1: being passive aggressive. He's being very direct. Yeah, well, uh, let, me, so get let, on me, you, let me let me tell you, Shane. He wasn't he wasn't on anything. It was early in the morning. He seemed co- oh, I totally wrong co- sorry no that's fine he was he was totally coherent. he was totally with it I here's what I think, Shane, tell me if you think I'm right. I think he was sitting there going, oh you beauty, someone's left their phone here. Mm. I've got a phone. Huh? and like and when I came over and said, that's mine I, th- I think he went I think he was embarrassed and sort of t- sort of wanted to arc up against that embarrassment. That's what I think went down. But well, I don't know well, maybe just uh, well, crazy. you
5: were taking special specific types of photos, yes, and you had your bag by your by your phone on yes. the tripod sort of thing. Yes. so, it's obvious. Uh, it's quite. You put one, two, and two together, and it's your phone that's
1: in your bag of. I know. It's gear. If, if if I put myself in my it's quite in his shoes, sense. exactly. It's quite common sense. If, if it was if I was in his shoes and I saw that sitting there, and I think, man, no one's going near it. It could be anybody's. As soon as I walked over it, if somebody, anybody said, "Hey, that's my stuff," I'd go, "Oh, sorry, mate," and I'd walk away. I wouldn't say, "Prove it. It's Mills or else I'm taking it. That to me was insane. Well, the fact that he looked in there for a start, is just like, oh, I'll see if I can get something for nothing. I, I, Shane, I, th- I think you're, we're on the same tip here, mate. Hey, thanks for weighing I'm in. we're on the same page, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, thanks, brother. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye. Oh, there we go. Joel and Shane Wayne, the men have weighed in. The men have had a go there. And uh, I think um, so far, uh, I'm uh, so you far know, Joel's I, I, more I, like the violent will take it by force. <laughs> it's the kind of the scripture that comes to mind. There. I'm getting to, Listen, if you've got an opinion, I want you to weigh in on this. I'm, I'm not. I, I really want you to weigh in. Let me know if you think I did the right thing with this scenario. You can give us a call one eight hundred. 316, 316. Maybe this is a song that we can, uh, you know, play for it. It's uh, Yes, We Can by me. Well,
0: or maybe shouldn't. (laughs) We can, but should we is probably another good song. (laughs)
1: Oh, you're on Rise and Shine, fella DJ.
0: Just the right mix of things to inspire and things to make you smile. Rise and Shine with Felon DJ on Vision.
2: And, uh, and we said before we're delving into the mind of DJ uh, because she told us a bit of a story earlier.
1: Well, I'll reset and I'll tell you the story again really quickly. I'll try to do it fast here. For those who missed it a little bit earlier, I am uh, enjoying a nice uh, morning walk on the beach. I'm down on the seawall, uh, you know, uh, the local to me there. And uh, I have set up my second phone taking on a tripod on a rail taking a beautiful time lapse of a bit of a, you know, bit of a little lighthouse and the nice. clouds and the ocean coming past. Beautiful. Gentleman, old mate, comes along and uh, sits near it. I'm about eight metres away. He sits near it, and about ten minutes later, nobody's there. People are coming and going. People are walking. Families are walking up and down, going for a walk and then walking all the way back. He gets up. My bag is right next to the rail, like sort of flipped over the rail there, and he goes into my bag. Mm. And I'm like, uh, hey, old mate, um, that's me bag. And he goes, oh, okay. Is this your phone? Yes. And then the classic lines that uh, was red, red, red flag, you know, red, you know, the red line <laughs> into the bull. <laughs> there, uh, prove it. Come over here and unlock your phone. And I, it, I don't know why, why, but I immediately my mind went into action mode. Right. And I went. Okay, how big is this guy? Can I throw him into the water from here? What can I do? Uh, Now, I I, I walked over there and we we started having a discussion saying, listen, I'm not going to unlock your phone for you. Who are you? That type of thing. And what I did, and here's what I want to know if I did the right thing. I noticed he had his key fob out of his pocket. He was wearing a pair of glasses, like seeing glasses. Mm -hmm. With a stealthy ninja move, I took, you know, the keys out of his pocket and I took the glasses off his head. And then I held them out to him and said... Prove to me that these are yours. Right. And, uh, of course, of which he couldn't do. No. Like, that well, was my point. Unless like, it had like, name know, on it. Yeah, it. no, exactly. It had nothing on it there. And we talked each other down. I handed over his stuff. I said, look, I'll give you this. You just walk away. Step away. Give me my phone. Because he had snatched my phone sure. out of the tripod at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we managed to walk it, walk it down. I did end up taking a photograph of him, which I'm not putting out there. But I thought, do I have to take a photograph of this crazy man to report it to the police? That's and, and while that was going on, ladies walked up for a walk around there, and when they saw what was going down, they're the ones who were like, "You need to take a photo of him. That's insane." Like, they right. were like that. That was that. Who so does on that? the
2: spot witnesses?
1: On the spot witnesses, and that was a funny part of the end of the story because he had already walked off a little bit, and uh, so I ran up uh, beside him. He nearly dived off the rocks himself. He was that petrified. He stood over to one side. I said, no, I'm just taking a photo of you. And he goes, all right, you know, what are you going to do with that? I'm going to, you know, if I have to go to the police, I will. And he, okay, there we go. Crazy, crazy times in the life of DJ Payne. And uh, that was one of the weirder things that happened to me. I have a lot of weird things happen to me uh, in my life, but that's one of the weirder things that happened the last, uh, last few weeks. My question to you, did I do the right thing? So far, the fellas have chimed in.
2: Well that they, they were yeah very much in your camp there. <laughs> uh, we had Joel and Shane uh, and they were kind of they were very yep. much about the like you know it. wisdom and fight. Uh, there was a, yeah they they were on your side. I've, we have asked perhaps if there's like a mum's view. But
1: la- la- ladies, ladies ladies I'm I'm asking you have I done the right thing? The fellas have have, have applauded and said well done. Uh, you know, Pinky's even given us some advice there of what I could do next time. So, ladies, maybe you need to give us a call, 1-800-316-316, and let me know, did I do the right thing?
2: Henry, Grace is waiting. You're on Rise and Shine with Fallon DJ.
1: Did I have any Grace at the time? Well, of oh. the
2: million-dollar question isn't it? God's ability on our behalf, grace, Ooh. that we can stand and having done all it anyway. Yes. So many verses
1: running through my mind. There's a bit of a moral dilemma going on here. I told the scenario, a guy trying to, you know, prove, saying to me, prove that this is your camera wanting to take my camera on a tripod, going through my bag. I then took his keys and his glasses and tried to sort of, you know, do a bit of a wisdom of, of, of Solomon there saying, now prove to me that these are yours, you know, type of thing. <laughs> it all worked out in the end, but, asking your opinion, did I do the right thing? Well, and we
2: had a lot of men weigh in before the hour. Yes. So we're standing here in this hour and we've asked for some ladies to okay. give us a call. Okay, so we've got a couple on the line. Carol from New South Wales. Uh, have you got a, a, a girl's perspective for us?
5: Well, you see, us ladies, mm. have, have I don't know how many ladies rang in, but I only heard on air the gentleman mm. speaking. And it Kind of a bit like boys' club, isn't it? Well, <laughs> we well, please,
1: please bring yes. the bring the feminine side to us. What, 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 what's your thoughts? What's your opinions, Carol? I'd love to hear.
5: Well, that. darling, I I'm grandma. I'm seventy three, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the the thing is. Why, When that gentleman, well, actually couldn't call him a gentleman now, could we? Mm. When that man came and sat close to your belongings, Mm. if that was me, I would have just straight away walked over and just gone to my bag and just said, oh, good morning, and then that showed possession to de-escalate something. So I don't know whether in your mind, DJ, you were sitting there when he was, Close to your gear, were you thinking? Oh, I'm going to watch to see
1: what he does. <laughs> there, there, look, I, I've got it. That is a. You're the good first point, person to Karen. bring that opinion. That's a really good point. I that thought did cross my mind, but I wasn't like wasn't that far away from it. He was a little bit closer, but I I looked at him when he w- sat down there, and but I didn't think I had to go over there and do anything to prove that it was mine. But yeah, you yeah, might be that's right. That's- you might be right.
5: It's just the part of de-escalating situation before it, it it comes to a volcano. Um, uh, you know, we're all wise at DJ in hindsight, aren't we? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true. It's easy to be wise at this end. But, Carol, I, I wonder because I'm thinking sitting here thinking as a woman and a bit smaller than DJ, that's what I would have done quite quickly yeah. because I, if it yes. came me versus a so, man, yes. I'm not going to have the same... I wouldn't yeah. have the strength To push him off the peak <laughs> <laughs> So perhaps we do look at things With a male brain I literally sized him up And went
1: Yeah I can grab him by the belt And by the collar And throw <laughs> and him off I am not considering that end. at all My like, goodness. Yeah, Well uh,
5: let me ask you a question And I think you can answer your question Because Jesus um, Asked a lot of questions To her questions Didn't he yeah. uh, Now I will ask you DJ What would Jesus do yes. In the situation <sighs> Would Jesus narrowed. have taken his glasses off his head oh, and reached now in you, and grabbed his. Uh, now keys. you're convicting me.
1: Now you're convicting I love me. Carol. You, Carol. All right, oh, I, I think the lines breaking you. up. Lines breaking up, Carol. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go back on the show. Okay. I love
2: you. I love you, DJ, for your honesty. Yes. Gail from Charleville, you've got a oh, thought. Oh, My goodness. <laughs> I, I'm with DJ. I'm with the two boys. Yeah. Nice. Um,
4: yeah.
2: Yep. <clears throat>
5: I think you did the right thing, DJ. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My word was my word for this year. I'm doing this program, and yeah. she asked us, you know, like, what's your word from God this mm-hmm. year? Mm-hmm. And so I really searched that, and mine is stand your ground. Uh-huh. Well, what do you mean by that? So when you search the scriptures and you find that you stood your ground, you didn't give in. I... You didn't give in. You didn't give in to a bully. Yeah, you stood I... your ground. You were really positive. You. You turned it into a positive experience,
2: but you didn't back
1: down. How I, good are you, DJ? I'll thank oh,
2: he, Gail, be careful! His head <laughs> is getting bigger by the second.
1: There, I did. <laughs> I did feel you do feel because the adrenaline's pumping, and you know I got a little bit loud towards the end there, like basically saying, "What is wrong with you?" I
2: wish there was video. Uh, then, well, Can you video I'm, yourself? No, from now no,
1: on no, no, no. You don't need. You don't want a video <laughs> show of me. But uh, but I appreciate Gail because. I, I, that's exactly like I felt I felt like this guy was being a bit of a bully and the ladies who walked up there while it was halfway going through they were they were literally gobsmacked and were like what is going on here I explained the situation and they're like and that's when the guy you know gave me the phone and went away right when the ladies came in so yeah, yeah.
2: but Gail I love yeah. that you, the spiritual element there that you need yep, to stand you your so when when things that's are coming what God
5: against tells us. you. Yeah, and that's what God tells us to do and you did it, CJ. Oh. You?
1: Thank you, well, Gail. I'm putting a tick in well, my little it. box over here.
2: <laughs> and a good reminder for us to stand this year. Stand, I love it. No I, matter stand, what's coming up. stand your ground. Bless
1: yeah. you heaps, Gail. Yes. Thanks for the call. to you guys, bye. bye. Oh, thank you, Gail. All right, Gail, uh, Carol, so, so sad that Carol's phone line dropped off right there mm. when she was uh, I think getting interested. Lots
2: of wisdom there, but... <laughs> And it's interesting there that that scripture is stand and having done all to stand, stand is got a spiritual normal element to it yeah, against yeah. the forces that are against mm, us. But I can see in the, in the natural that you're exactly,
1: able to that. Exactly, exactly. And, and big shout out to Ollie, uh, Pinky, uh, you know, uh, Janet, Colin, other people who've been calling with your opinions this morning. Love hearing your opinion. There is a weird ending. There is a little oh. ending, uh, like a little epilogue at the end of this story.
2: Okay.
1: What happened when I drove away from the beach? Because cool. I saw him again. I'm gonna tell you that story on the podcast today. No. Gonna make people download the podcast (laughs) Really? Yeah. So if you want to hear the ending, ending, ending of the story, it's a little bit funny uh, because my wife was involved at that point. Well, then Uh, wisdom
2: would have joined it. (laughs) Uh,
1: The restraint, the restraint was there. You're not going to tell us now? No, I can't. It's it's too long. It's too long. We've got to go to the news. Ah, We've got to get there. Listen to the podcast. It's in the Vision app. You can find it there in the Vision app. We'll pop it up today. Rise and shine with Fel Fel and DJ. On Vision Christian Radio. And we're
2: coming to the end of the show, but before we do, we hand over the DJing to you.
1: Yes. And uh, we, uh, we sometimes get a message, someone leaves a message on the messaging service here, and I wonder who this could be from. Hello
4: there from Aaron Forbes from Brisbane, Queensland, and also hello to everybody there at my church here in Brisbane, Queensland. That's Cleveland Baptist Church in Cleveland in Brisbane, Queensland from Aaron Forbes. I've got two songs I wished for you guys to play. It's not a double song request, but they are. We Are Messengers, Wholeheartened, and also Riley Clemens, I Am Loved By You. And also a very big hello to all the team at Vision Christian Rea from Aaron Forbes.
1: To everyone out there, Amen from Aaron Forbes. (laughs) I wonder do you think that was from Aaron Forbes? Oh, and a
2: big thank you to Aaron for giving us a call with your song requests. I don't know if we've got time for two. No,
1: we don't, we don't. And big shout out to Aaron. Aaron's actually popped into the studios and we've had some fun together in here and uh, love it when he comes in. He loves Christian music almost as much as I do. So, wow, well, uh, that
2: is saying a lot. I know,
1: I know, I know. So let's go for, uh, because they've just been in the country, we are messengers wholehearted here going out to our man, Mr Aaron Forbes. Got a lot in my past. Got a lot on my mind. There's a lot
5: of things I want back. There's a lot of me I don't like. But I...
2: We are messengers, wholehearted. You're on Rise and Shine with Fallon DJ. And wow, we've come to the end of a very busy show. Yeah,
1: very, very busy show. And big shout out to our man, you know the name, Aaron Forbes. Uh, It's going out. We are messengers going out to you there, buddy. Uh, Listen, uh, tomorrow... We have got a very special day, first time of the year. That's right. Uh, It's our prayer Wednesday.
2: That's right, which we love. It's Mm. our chance to come together and celebrate what God is doing and then pray for needs across our vision family. So um, do be mindful of that as you go through your day and praying and and preparing. If you have a prayer request, you can jump onto the socials and let us know or be ready to phone in tomorrow.
1: Now, the other thing we're going to try to do tomorrow, we're trying some new stuff in 2024 Uh, Calling all kids, calling all kids. Parents of children, if you've got little ones, or your kid at heart, uh, we want to uh, sort of turn over the airwaves to you for a little while. Mm. Uh, We want to hear from the kids, uh, especially if they're on the way to school tomorrow. We'll be doing that tomorrow early. Plus, I'll be bringing back uh, slightly revised music machine for early in the morning
2: Well, I, I did make the call and this is a lot lot after we play that game very early in the morning yes. depending on where you are in the country but uh we I've said I put out the the call to DJ maybe yeah. we could make it a bit
1: easier okay all right all right so <laughs> all right I'll'll I'll, I'll stoop I'll stoop to that level no in all seriousness uh we love playing this game and I also want to say a massive shout out we had so many phone phone calls in today mm. uh giving some wisdom and advice for that crazy situation that I found myself in. And And DJ's
2: put out a very mean, I think, (laughs) ending to that. He said, there's more to the story, but you have to go into the app and download it and enter podcast and find our podcaster Uh. here the prologue or epilogue. Yeah. What's
1: the one at the end. The uh, Is it epilogue? Prologue? I don't know. Epilogue. The epilogue, epilogue at the end. The epilogue ending
2: at the end. <laughs> the epilogue if you want at the, the, end. the very end of the story. You have to go and find
1: it That's a good later excuse. on today. It's a good excuse to find the podcast and have a listen uh, <laughs> later on today. Hey, thank you so much to everyone being part of the show. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. But have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. Bye bye. <laughs>